DCM works. The spine is still my favourite. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art for Artist podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative Media Works. My name is David DCM, creative director, lead writer, joined as always by my co-host Ben. That's that whole intro has turned into just one big word. Look, yeah, it's <laughs> not really sounds anymore. It's just like a slur. It's a um, yeah, it's just yeah. a mix of syllables next to each other. I feel like at this point, um, it's pretty much worthless as like English language, but that's okay. You wouldn't pass many phonetics classes with that. I would probably get like a C minus. Maybe. You get a, you get marks for trying. Uh, well, that's really all I'm going for. Uh, <laughs> and today we're talking about the well-building of Vice Quadrant. Before long, they will build a city along all the sky and anchor it tight to this rock so we can sail right out of here. Phone nights fade right into our existence as we travel up the tethers, start to float a little as we reach our end. Now, for anyone Some who doesn't shit. know, um, Vice Quadrant is a music album by the uh, band Steam Powered Giraffe. The incredible band. Uh, which whom we love, who we've, talked, who we've talked about before. So, like, Ben, what's, like, the basic Have premise we? of the band? Yeah, we talked about it during our, like, best of last year, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what's the basic premise of the band for people um, who don't know? Oh, it's a bunch of, like, mimes turned musicians. Yeah. Who, um... And they, they perform... The best seen live, or at least mm. in person. They've got some like f- f- concerts up on their YouTube channel. Yeah, you can watch. and they they have like incredible face paint and like costumes, and they basically dress up like robots. Yeah, and like and they play they, the characters. Of they the play robots, their characters playing and, music. <laughs> yeah, and like even even seeing them perform like the motions they make because they're mimes, mm. or at least they've done that training. They're really good at like portraying these different types of robots. So there's there's three current um, members. There's... Mm. I don't know their real names, but I know their robot names. So, well, so there's... You tell me the robot names. There's the, the Spine. Names, which is David Michael Bennett. There's Rabbit. Uh, is it still Bunny, Rabbit? Yeah, Rabbit. So that's Bonnie Bennett. Yep. And then there's Hatchworth. Which is Sam Luke. And then there's the side characters like Steve. Yeah, Steve Negretti. Steve. Um, and then... Guy. Gigi the giraffe, and there's like and the, some the Walter other, girls. yeah, those two. There's like a few sort of. There's a few sort of side characters, yeah, and they they portray. They have this whole sort of mythos behind, um, behind their characters ever since like the John left, yeah, <laughs> who was like one of their ex members who no one really liked. He was sort of um, one of the like he sort of formed the band with them, but he was a little like yeah, it's really complicated. He was, he was definitely one of the different characters um, yeah he wasn't interesting i guess is the best way like to put it. yeah he just kind of didn't yeah but so he left and then hatchworth, hatchworth in, joined the best addition to the band yeah and he was previously a drummer with the band but like the yeah. premise the premise with each album is that like it's the robots like it changes album to album and song to song but the basic premise is that it, it usually follows like an overarching world that exists that the robots exist in yeah and they're singing about stuff that's happening yeah and some of their world. songs they're like some of them exist outside of that, where it's the robots singing about the robots in the world, and some of them are they don't even. Some of them they're the like robots. singing about other other characters, other characters in the universe. Like some um, of them are just stories about like from that world that aren't even happening or haven't yeah. happened. Um, and some of them are just 
stupid. Yeah, some of them are just like one-off weird. <laughs> some things. of them are just dumb. Yeah. But like uh, the great thing about Vice Quadrant is it's like it, it's like a space opera. Like the main story is this like really cool space opera thing. Yeah. Um, and it's it's super weird and cool and very confusing. But, like it. I've... <laughs> well, I think it's it's more confusing because of the format that they've sort of pre- presented it in. They're, yeah. It's these like sort of semi-connected songs. Yeah. Each which have their own sort of different sound. But you have to, like, find... And you really have to dig into the lyrics to find time. the connections. I've been listening to it for, like, six months now, and I've finally got my head around, like... I've been listening to it about a week. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... like, I've got I've got most of the story of... This, there's, like, three stories that are happening. Yeah. And I've got most of it. Like, I'm across most of it. But, like, even still, there's stuff that I don't quite understand. And I think that kind of speaks to, like, how complex what they're doing is. Yeah. And, and it's such a cool... Like, yeah, I don't know. It's the album, like, not all their albums are like this. MK2, MK3? MK, MK, th- MK th- so it's, it's... Album before the Vice Quadrant. Uh, MK3. Was Mark, Mark sort three. of the first um, album which they started putting a story behind. So MK3 well, is well, sort kind of like of, an origin. Yes, but it's sort of like, the other albums, they had stories about the album in their comics and stuff, but the albums and the albums themselves didn't contain stories. The albums were, yeah, so the albums were more the, the sort of starting point. Yeah, whereas now, like, since MK3, that actually had the story in it. Yeah. And as well as the comics, and now Vice Quadrant is, like, the next step of that, where the whole thing tells different stories that are kind of interwoven. Yeah, so there's, um, a, it's like, a whole set of, like, different stories and different mediums. Like, it's yeah. It's like a comic series, which is drawn by um, Bunny. It's Bunny and, and Sam, yeah, they do yeah. that. And then and you've it's... got the music, and then you've got the actual stage performances. Yeah, like where, even the yeah, where the stage because the stage performances they are they it's like the as if the band were in it's like you as as if you were going to see the band in their world. Mm. So they act as the robots that are going to like they're not the musicians dressed as the robots playing music. They're the robots. No, they are the robots. Yeah, playing and... as if they were playing in the robots' world. And in all of their like sort of live streams and YouTube channels, they still, they keep the personas. Yeah, the characters of, exist in those. Know, they, they don't go, like, Daft Punk levels of, you know, keeping the secrecy and literally never showing their real faces. No. They're a bit more lax than that, well, but... I think it's a little more interesting because of that. They, yeah, because they, they separate the characters from, from them themselves. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, it's, it's this really weird, like, watching them do rehearsals, because they live stream rehearsals sometimes... And when they, like, you can see the moment where they switch into character. Yeah. And it's really it's, cool. It's really funny. So bizarre. Because they're both, they're all, um, yeah, like, when you, when you see them for the first time, and you watch them, and then you see them without the makeup, you're like, holy shit. Whoa. This is crazy. It's <laughs> yeah. so different. It's so different. Um, Cess, especially, like, Hatchworth. Hatchworth easily has the most. Yeah. F- hectic, sort of, face the, makeup, It's pretty crazy. Prosthetics. And even like sort the, of hats. Yeah, the hats. Well, Bonnie has a new awesome hat that she's got that's like super rad. But even like, yeah, just the complexity of like the costumes and stuff is crazy. Like the spine has like an actual spine now that pokes out like a titanium spine yeah. on, his, on his clothes and stuff. And like they have these characters that they've built up over the years. And then like they've spent these three albums building them up. And in the Vice Quadrant, they kind of take these characters and like, okay, well, let's tell some stories about them. Yeah. And it's this really cool thing because there's like three. So there's like three stories, right? So. The, the the basic story that's happening is that the the robots exist on Earth that exists in the Vice Quadrant, which is like the space area. Yeah. So this this robot crashes, like arrives at Earth, um, and and contacts the robots and is like, "I need your help. 
there's this space giant out there, and there's this planet that I've been sent to to go and, like, make a new home for my people, and this space giant is, like, he's, like, eating the planet. I need you help. <laughs> yeah, right? the... Because he, he demands to see Steam Power Giraffe. Like, the space giant is, like, a, he's, like <laughs> he's, he's this trans-dimensional god, and he's, like, I demand to see Steam Power Giraffe because... He's a mega fan. Yeah, because he's a mega fan, but in his world, in his dimension, they, they've gone away forever. Like, the band has disappeared. Yeah. So he's like, I've come to see one final show before I go back home, because they don't exist in my all, world. All of, their, um, all of their stories are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So That's then, like, the, the common thread is that they're all super, super stupid. Yeah, so they transform, <laughs> um, so they transform the... They transform the robot they transform into a ship. Wink into a spaceship, and yeah. then the rest of the story, until the ending takes place where they're on the ship and they're telling stories to each other while they're on the ship. Yeah. But at the same time, some of those stories are actually happening. So then you've got the second story, which is Commander Cosmos, who, sorry, Commander Cosmo, who is like space Superman, right? <laughs> so he's like, he, he's like born during like, there's like a space shuttle that catches on fire. Yeah. The microphone has gone wonky, by the way. I don't know what that's about. What do you mean? Oh, your pop filter. It's too high. I just leave it. No, don't. It's fine. Fuck. Now you're gonna breathe into Fuck it. Fuck What else? <laughs> fine. It's fine. Um, until yeah. alive. So he's like a space Superman. Um, who like he like saves because like the whole point of the Vice Quadrant is that it's full of like big bads. Yeah. Like villains and like crazy space shit. And he protect Commander Cosmo protects Earth, right? So, but then his I think this is the bit I'm really unclear on. I think his um, I think his wife or his daughter or someone like that dies because he lives forever because he's like a super space god sure hero so then he like goes into like a dark star and like hibernates or whatever <laughs> but it turns out to be a prison of this giant space whale thing yeah so then the third story that's happening at the same time as all of this is that there's this astronaut who um is attacked by like this space goddess like this this daughter of space character and she like rips his ship apart and he's about to die Everyone else in the ship is dead. He's about to die in space, and she yeah. saves him, and she gives him some of her power. She's like, I, you know, so he can do everything she can do, and they go around space together fucking shit up. <laughs> they're like this, like, power couple, but they're, like, oh kill and murder God. and, like, do all kinds of crazy shit, right? So then what happens is you get this character, um, uh, 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 Rav, uh, I can't, I think it's Rav, who flies Starburner, which is a spaceship. Um, it gets so complicated. So yeah, quickly. it's really so I real think, convoluted. I'm not sure if this is the case, but Rav is the character in the first. I think in the first song, Walter, who becomes Commander Cosmo, so the second song on a crescendo is Walter singing to his son, who I think might be Rav. I really have no idea. <laughs> um, but so Rav flies the Starburner ship to this star that Commander Cosmo is sleeping in that turned out to be a prison, and he throws a bomb at the the, the sun that Commander Cosmo was in and makes it go supernova. Commander Cosmo busts out and then punches the giant space whale in the face. Yeah. Which is amazing, right? So he punches the space whale in the face and then Rav is like, mate, these two space gods, this daughter of space and this guy are like ripping the cosmos apart. Go stop them. So they go fight right? them. So then he, yeah, so then the, the final sort of climax is that Commander Cosmo fights um, the daughter of space and the astronaut, but he drags the astronaut away far enough in space that he loses his connection to the daughter of space and he just like dies because he's got no more power yeah and then I think he like befriends the it's really I'm not sure then he like then the daughter of space is no longer a threat for some reason I'm not sure but while that's happening Steam Power Giraffe <laughs> arrive the whole time they're telling stories to each other about what's happening like they're singing these songs yeah and then but while that's happening they arrive at the space giant yeah 
and then they have a guitar duel <laughs> where he the the space giant has oh. a guitar made out of the cosmos and they have like the most epic guitar duel in the, of all time. Yeah. And then he loses and like shrinks down. He I think he he loses and he cries and when he's crying he makes an ocean in this world that he's been eating. And so then, yeah, no, I, I, it's it's just so good. Tenacious it's, D shit. It's crazy. Ugh. Um, and so then uh, he disappears. So he shrinks down into nothing and goes back to his own dimension. And then <laughs> Wink takes the 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 um the uh, the robots back to their world, back to Earth. Yep. And while that's happening, Commander Cosmo, um, is is he's just defeated the daughter of space uh well he's just defeated, he's just, they're, they're on the same side now and he's radioing back to the the fleets of earth and he's like guys um there's something out here we need to recruit some heroes and they're like we're like who did you have in mind and he's like everybody like, <laughs> um and so we get a song in between that where there's like i'm not sure how this is where i get really confused so there's a character, I think it's the space, I think it's the astronaut when he dies, he becomes like a necro space god thing, like, <laughs> I don't know though, or he's someone different, and he has a song where he like orchestrated everything, and he like created Commander Cosmo, and he did all this stuff, but I have no idea who he is, or what his connection is. It's Commander Snoke. Probably, yes, the big bad, I guess. Yeah. But like, I don't know what that has to do with the rest of it, so that's when I get really confused, and I've been listening to this for like six months. Yeah. So, like... It's... It's fucking complicated. Like, it's really complicated storytelling. Yeah, it's, uh... They do a really good job in their songs of kind of breaking between sort of, I guess... I don't want to say pointless fanfare, but just just song and, like, important story bits that you yeah, should like, pay attention like the to. Yeah, like the dumb... Like the, um... Uh, the Sky Sharks song. That's just a dumb song about... Yeah. That's, like, a dumb thing that happens, but it's not the same as, like, um, Commander Cosmo, which tells a story about a thing that's happening. Yeah, and it's they... Different. It's... A lot of it's through just the way... Sort of the way the songs are written and how... Like, even sonically. Like, you, they... Yeah. They're, the ones that are really important are often, like, a little bit slower. They're less, like, poppy. Yeah. Um, They've got a bit less backing mm. track, a bit more vocals. Yeah, they're sort of much more reduced to so the... A lot of the time, kind of they... Can hear sometimes it. they're just spoken. Yeah, there's... Know? There's, um... There's... My favourite one is Burning in the... St- one of my favourite tracks. Well, I have a lot on that album, because it's a really long album. Um, it's like two hours long. Yeah, it's obscene. But, um, That's why I've only really been able to get through it a yeah, couple of times. But the um, the track "Burning in the Burning in the um, Stratosphere" is super like weird. It's weirdly constructed because it's so dark. Like, because it's about this character who's in like the, the I think they're burning up on reentry or something. Um, and it's like super weird and like dark and strange sounding. Like, it sounds weird. Like, it doesn't have, like, a normal... You know, songs usually will have, like, a, a melody or whatever. This has, like, three or four melodies that kind of shift between. Yeah. Until it gets to the end of the song, so it feels well, it's more basic, linear. That's a, it's a, it's a three-act structure, essentially. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But it's a song, which is, like, such a cool idea. <laughs> I don't know, like, that's so... um, Yeah, that's so inventive of an idea to do, like, a whole album like that as well. Yeah. And then you have... I mean, because they, have... they've always kind of hinted at it. You know, mm. them wanting to do sort of a larger universe. Which, because, like, they have that in the comics or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then even to have, you know, to because they have they have characters that have existed in this world. Like, if you've got, like, Rex Marksley, uh, Albert Alexander. Rex Marksley, the um, best character the, ever. The best character ever. <laughs> you've got, like, the Suspender Man, who was the creepiest fucking character. You've got, like, the He's Ghost the Grinder. He's the one with the, the shoes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, hang on. He's the one with the suspenders and the banjo. 
Who's the one with the real nice shoes? Oh, that's the fancy that shoes song. The I fancy shoes, I don't know shoes, who the man. character is, but yeah. Um, I think Rabbit has the fancy shoes. No, you shoes. might be thinking of the Roller Skate King. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> Rabbit. I don't know. The Roller Skate King's a great character. If you haven't, if you haven't listened to their albums, it we're not like, fucking around with it, you right now. It's legitimate, like... <laughs> These characters all exist. It's super deep mythos for something <laughs> that is insane. Like, it's mental. It's... My favorite character is Ghost Grinder because he's the creep. Ghost Grinder or Suspender Man because they're super creepy. I love Rex Markley just because because he's a good, good, badass cowboy. He's just a real good shooter. He's a real good shot, mate. <laughs> just because of when you when you he rides a mechanical horse. Yeah, that he built and has a lightning gun on and his arm. And he shot when when he was shooting cans off a fence. He shot the nails out of the fence. Yeah, which is amazing. And the fence fell down. Yeah, it's and so the good. cows escaped. How good? It's just like what? Why not? And then there's one where he disarmed forty bandits by. By shooting into their barrels. barrels, but with it's like with one bullet in the yeah, yeah, yeah. He so shot good. a single like, bullet, like ricochets. Yeah. It's so cool. So they have all these characters. So they built up this world that exists, but they haven't really like before Mark Three. They didn't really attempt to like connect any of it. No, it was all very sort of scattered. But they well, Mark Three was like that because that was when you get the that was a real introduction of the band in the world. Because they'd introduced the world before, but this was like, okay, Steam Power Drop exists in this world. And you get, they, like... A big part of that was Mark III introduced a lot more of Walter. Yes. And when they introduced, um, what's his name? Steve Negretti. Yeah, and, and Hatchworth. Uh, Hatchworth. Hatchworth was a big story. Hatchworth, yeah, his, like, his song, which was his sort of, like, um, intro into the band, was, like, the first sort of real story... Yeah. Base. It's also technically, canonically, the first and the start of the timeline, you could argue. Well, because start- it's when Hatchworth joins, and it's when yeah. Steve Powell Giraffe, as yeah. it is now, starts. Exi- yeah, so it's like the start of the chronological, like, yeah. of the, the chronology Obviously, of the Obviously, there's, band. like, Rex Marksley, which is before all them, because But those are just, like, I feel like those are just characters in the world. Yeah. This is, like, the, first, like the start, like, you kind of, you build up a world, and you put people in it. It's like the difference between, like, Appendices and Lord of the Rings and, like, yeah, and, and the, the Hobbit. Books, yeah. You know, like, it, The Hobbit is like, okay, you've got characters in it. But you've got... So, like, the, before that, it was more of just, like, the Appendices were building up. Yeah. And now we have the band in the world doing stuff. Like, they're, they're taking action. They're, yeah. You know, the, the, the really interesting thing about that is Hatchworth arrives, and then you get... That album covers a long period of time. Like, Mark III covers the lifetime of a girl who grows up... She listens to the band as a kid... She grows up, has a daughter, she dies, and then the daughter... Well, I don't, I don't know if she dies, she gets older, and then the daughter sees the band leaving for space. And that's the end of Mark Three. Yeah. and Which is actually about halfway through the Vice Quadrant. <laughs> so they do this... <laughs> because when the robots leave for space, that's when they get in Wink and they chill yeah. one up. So Bleak Horizons, which is the song where that happens, is... When the robots leave for space at the end of Mark Three, but that chronologically happens about halfway through Vice. I think with no, actually, m- Track Four, Wink the Satellites. When they leave. I think with Mark Three, there I don't think they realized the scale. Well, I don't. I think they did because they talk about like that whenever they talk about the Vice Quadrant, they've been writing it for like years. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's definitely elements of Mark Three which make a lot more sense now with yeah, Vice Quadrant for sure. Um, namely the intro. Um, yes, because then the, it's just the weirdly it, placed intro song. With, because it turns out that the whole thing takes place on a spaceship. Yeah, which is so. Which which the intro to <laughs> the intro to Mark Three, everyone just thought was a computer. Yeah, like some sort of funny. It was just a joke of Steve being the sound guy and yeah. acci- and, and accidentally playing Mark Three, even though it's technically you know it's oh it's not meant to be out yet, even yeah. though it is. Is yeah. Um, and 
but you know now when you go back and you it's one of those weird things where it's like, like oh he's just, he's actually the engineer for the robots in the world playing music he's like yeah he's, <laughs> he's a character in the world who is the engineer for the actual robots in that world who are the band like it's so yeah. it really like it really fucks with your head after a while and it gets really complicated to like keep track of the different levels yeah because then it's... there's like the overarching narrative of like the fact that there's like these robots have all this history where they were built for a war but then, so they have, like, battle mode in them well, still? And a whole bunch of other uh, stuff? the spine was built for war. Yeah. Patchworth was originally an oven. Yep. Which is great. <laughs> um, and I think Rabbit... Well, he's changed... They've changed <sighs> Rabbit's his, different, yeah. They, they had... They changed him because when... When he changed genders to Bonnie now... Yeah, they retconned. They... Well, they... Because... I, I can't think of how they did I it. I forget how they did it as well. But she... The actual gender change in the comic was just like literally, she just changed gender. Yeah, it was no just outlook. They were just like, what? Yeah, like, female well, the, the, yeah. the person who plays the character changed gender, so it's whatever. Yeah. But in the canon, I think, I think Bunny like got like she like he was breaking down, so he got uh he got repaired, but at the same time he was like, I want to be a girl for a while, and so he so became, I'm like, all right, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was like because he's like the oldest one of the robots. Um, he's like from like the like the 30s or the 40s like from the industrial revolution i think yeah sure. and the Something spine like was really new he's from the future yeah I think. the spine's like the newest and yeah, hatchworth is just an oven hatchworth is just a like an yeah oven that, just got an oven that, that came in a box that got that it was like yeah turned out to be a robot turned out to be a robot yeah um <laughs> that you fill with steam it's so like yeah. and then you've got because like walter built the robots so walter built a giant steam-powered giraffe to fight back the elephants in africa <laughs> And at the same time, like, it just, it's yeah. mental. <laughs> and this album does a great job of, like, bringing together this insane world they've built. And when you are in, when you're listening to it, it makes sense, even though it's fucking mental. Like, a lot of it's insane. But there's a point where, like, <laughs> the Rav to the Rescue, which is a track toward the end of it, is, like, just a little, like, it's like a little minute and a half of a radio play, basically, where it's Rav flies to the prison where Commander Cosmo is, and with his assistant, Booplax, who... <laughs> Is a character that says Booplax. Yeah. Um, he's like the Groot of that world. Um, yeah. They get the bomb primed and then he throws it into the sun and he saves Commander Cosmo. That is a track in the album that's just them, it's just a radio play. Mm. It's not even a song. But then the fucking thing that's really. Uh, so that's a story that's maybe that's happening. But then at the end of it, he's like, okay, it's time for some flying music, Gidget. Oh, this is my favorite song, and then he hits play, and then it plays, and then it plays a some... steam-powered giraffe song. Yeah, um, uh, which is Starlight, and you're like, "What the fuck you're is like?" What? Wait a minute. <laughs> huh? So the band exists in this world. That's the first time that you realize that the stories are all happening at once in the same world. Yeah, but like, fuck, <laughs> it's so it's just so complex, and they've done such a good job of weaving this like fucking tapestry of characters and stories through like music yeah and, like no one's done that before and in that way i think the great thing is is that even if you don't follow the mythos yeah it's still just good, still music. Just good music and it's, it's fun it's and, just really fun and there's fun um, characters and there's fun ideas and and the vocals are incredible yeah like, and david michael bennett's voice he's probably is probably one gorgeous. of the most talented oh. people in the world probably if you want it if you want the best introduction to steam powered giraffe look up 
their cover of Diamonds, yeah. or specifically the Spines cover of Diamonds. Because he just, he was like... Because it's incredible. It was like, how much range it's, do I it's have? It's like, yeah, it's so like, what's the max and min range oh, Jesus, of my voice? Mental. And it's insane. Um, that and, um, I He think... takes the, yeah. Because he does both parts. He does... He does both the... <laughs> it's <laughs> just obscene. He does the high the low bit. In, literally in the same breath. Yeah. He would just switch on a dime. It's crazy. And, like, and... seeing them do stuff live when he does that is just insane. Mm. Like, um, I think Fire Fire is a great example. That's one of my favorite Fire... songs. Oh, yeah, because it's one of his. Um, It's one of David Michael Bennett's songs that he wrote way back in the day that he's repurposed. And they covered it in... They covered it at a live concert, and they've added and it into the Vice Quadrant into... as part of the story, which yeah, is Yeah, awesome. because that was, that was, like, the... That's how Walter gets... Becomes Commander Cosmo. Yeah. Is in that fight, is in that yeah. incident, which is so cool. Like, yeah, because when that cool when that song idea. came out, everyone was like, "Wow, this is really cool." But most people were like, "You know, it's not part of the Steam Powered Draft," so people just considered it a good song. Yeah, but now it's technically. But they've canon. kind of written so it's water. like it's yeah, really cool. Because the the live version they um played had some tweaks from the original. Yeah, because the original was just was just David Michael Bennett was just stuff. him, and then they covered it at a live show. And it was literally the best version there is. It's pretty amazing. Um. But then now, so then, yeah, that's part of the canon. But the cool yeah. thing about that is that, you know, they talk about the fact that they've always wanted to do a space opera album. So they've been writing these songs for many years. Yeah. So you get the, one of the best, or one, I don't know if it's the best, but it's a song that it gives me a lot of emotions because it's so like, it's so perfectly put together and it's it's so delightfully just nice is the last song on the album, which is the whale song where Steve Powell is heading back home. Yeah. Um, and everything is over, and the, the you know they think the big bad's dead, but you know the, turns out there's still something else out there that was behind everything. But they're heading back home, and the the, the fight's over, um, the the duel's done, and uh, Bunny Rabbit um, sees these space whales, and is like, hey guys, come and check out these space whales. And Spine and Hatchworth are busy because Hatchworth's like, I'm gonna go try sleeping for the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> <Or whatever. Yeah. laughs> and Spine's playing an arcade game, and then eventually. Um, in the next track, Bunny starts, uh, so Rabbit starts to play a song and sing a song about the whale, and it's the whale song. And then they join in. And it's this, it's one of those songs where, you know when you're having, you know when you're incredibly emotional and you're like, I need to listen to something emotional <laughs> to feel good? Yeah. That's one of those songs I put on because it's so, like the melody and the vocals and the way that it's constructed in the world and everything about it is so perfect and the like, it's just one of those things where every time I listen to it, I'm like, okay, that that made my day better. Yeah, like yeah, it was, it's just the, it's my, done. Yeah. my day is just, just better good. because of it. Yeah, you know? and that's that's like the real power of the worlds that they build is like they can do shit like that. It's not an, it's not like oh, there's this crazy hero. It's just they're it's they're in a spaceship and they see these cool space whales and they and they sing a song about it. Hmm. That's not a complicated idea, but because you got the world behind it, it makes it like so much more complete. It makes thing. it it makes it more real, even yeah. though it's space whales. Yeah, it's like even in the previous album, there's so much sort of world building that make it makes every song feel, even though they're all pretty separate and they weren't really tied together at mm. that point. It makes them still feel connected. Yeah, because you're like you know you have all you these... build up the mythos in your head. Yeah, because you've got you know you're like okay, well I've got this pirate and this cowboy and this you know this character here and this hero here and this person here, and you kind of start to connect dots. Yeah, the, and you know, like the the really interesting thing I think about the potential for what they're doing is that it's sort of the same thing as like someone described it to me uh, a few months ago was like they they're building like the Steam Powered Giraffe universe, and eventually they'll have like an album where everything comes together and it all makes and like sense. the Suspender Man will meet Commander Cosmo and like yeah. 
Captain Al- Albert Alexander. And it Alexander. turns out Rex Marksley's from the future and we yeah. need him. And it's like, all, like... it's like the only thing that they need to do that is time travel, and that will happen eventually, because they've done... Well, because Spine's from the future. Spine's from the future, they've got space now, they've got dimension travel. All yeah. we need is time travel, and you can bring all of these crazy disparate things together <laughs> into this amazing like world that they've built. You can just fancy shoes for everyone. Do, like, you can just do so many fun things with it. And it's yeah. just like, it's fucking, it's a good time. Like, there's not a lot of content where, like, you can just sit down and have a great time every time. There's literally no other band like Steam Pal Giraffe. No. Like, literally nothing. Nothing is even close. The no. closest thing is, like, Professor Elemental, but even that isn't that close. No, it's you not. Know? And they're just, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's fucking special. And if you haven't, like, go listen to them. They're on YouTube. They have some great listen videos and stuff. Um, yeah, they're just, they're so talented. Like, yeah. it's... And what they've done is so impressive, and if you can learn anything from it, sure. But even if you don't, it's just a good time. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, that's <laughs> that's what we that's what that's the kind of thing that we like to share with you guys because it's just it's beautiful stuff. It's great, and like, fuck, it's I wish wish we thought of that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not that we're anywhere near as talented, nor I, can we sing, but you know, I think like there is a lot of just raw talent. I mean, just, in that group, but it's the, just obscene. The, the thing about it is, it's like raw talent, but then like they have worked so hard over the mm. like you know david michael bennett and bunny bennett um have been doing this for like years like they've been, been like a good i think i've i found them in like 2011 and they've been they were playing at like the zoo their yeah they were playing yeah years before. <laughs> like they've been doing this before for, they had like anything and then they got to like magfest a yeah, couple of times they've been doing this for fucking eight and they've yeah. put their everything they have into it and they've built this thing that is just amazing and like if you yeah i don't know just fucking listen to it just just Go it's on to YouTube so right good. now. Yeah, um, if you... I guess a good starting point is either Diamonds or, like, um... Diamonds, Honeybee. Honeybee's good, Soliton's good, um... Just any of... Anything from the Two Cent Show? Yeah, Two Cent Show. Or Mark Three. Oh, actually, well, they've got a few Vice Quadrant videos up that are pretty good. Yeah. Starlight's great. That's a the great The Two video. Cent Show is... Their... F- second. Second album. So, yeah, so it's, um... And it's mostly just standalone good songs. Yeah, and then Mark, when... Mark Three is, like, the f- sort of... Actually, I really like Mark, Mark Three. Mark Three is my favorite. My favorite is um, still Vice Quadrant, just because it's the more I listen to it, the more I get from it. Yeah, Mark Three is sort of the just listen to the intro song for um, Hatchworth and you'll understand it. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that song definitely. is pretty. Um, it's it's pretty great. It's a good mix of just being a good song and also how, some of their hilarious oh, world building and also like how talented they are. They're, when yeah. they do that live, you're like, is that rec- like? Oh yeah, no the f- yeah the first <laughs> just time the I vocals s- of that I think that the particular first, video. The first time I saw them in their music video, I thought the footage was sped up. I thought yeah. they were performing at half speed and the footage was sped up because it just looks so it unnatural. Looks, it's so unnatural. It's so uncanny. But the, it's no, it's just live. The they're cool just thing, talented. They're just so talented. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's... We should probably stop gushing. But yeah, yeah. get behind it. Um, we, we fucking... We love it. They're um, really good. Uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, or tell us what you thought of it, um, you can hit us up in the YouTube comments if you're watching that there or you can uh, send us an email david at dcm.works or podcast at dcm.works or you can hashtag afapod you can hit us up on twitter uh, at dcm underscore works um, we're on youtube twitter, twitter facebook, facebook redbook redbubble redbubble dot com slash people slash dcmworks if you want some t-shirts um, shout out to our amazing patreon sponsors brendan a mcquade doing god's work yoep coomans you guys are just you guys are awesome thanks and thanks for the money fam yeah you will you help us do what we love doing so yeah. um yeah i Get behind. They're so great. They're very talented. I love them. Um, buy their albums. Give buy, them money. Yeah, give them money. They're on Bandcamp. They're cheaper than iTunes. That's where I buy them. Um, yeah. Yeah, get behind it. And, uh, buy a we'll... solid copy if you want. Yeah. Huh? Buy a hard copy. Yeah, CD. oh yeah. They do vinyl as well, which I'm keen Oh yeah? Yeah. That's um, cool. But yeah, I mean, get behind it and um, we will see you guys next week. See ya.
Bye. That's amazing. Yeah. The visuals are very, like, well done. And, like, the gameplay is super fun. <laughs> and, like, because those three things are there, it's, like, it's exceptionally good. Hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is afraid to a creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make it up. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's just the truth. Like, 